Welcome back to Thrasher Radio. There we go. We're welcoming back everyone. What's so, up, Tom? Hey, Tom. Well, you're, you're not welcoming back <laughs> me because I've never, never been, been here. I've never been here. Everybody else has been here, to, so we don't even know who we're welcoming back. I don't even know where Should I we am. Just, just we're just gonna keep guess the voice. Frank does this in a dark, weird room. And yeah, he's freaking me out. We're here with Jason Dill. I've uh, the first time I became uh, oh yeah. <sighs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And we did this in front of a studio audience. Yeah. First time I came across uh, this gentleman was uh, A1 Meets, an A1 Meets video. Right. Right now I'm just trying not to breathe close to the microphone. Because you can hear everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the first time we came across across each each other, as these kids say these days, IRL, (laughs) I believe it was you coming to Gino's house like to buy, buy a, a board box. off of him yeah, and like back then I like I've thought about it so long after since like Gino was a little older than me and like you and me were the same age yeah and I, I like I was like a skate rat so I want to go skate with that kid like, you <laughs> know what I mean because like you skate with Gino and you just don't feel like you're that good of a skateboarder yeah you're, you're like oh dude but it's funny like to become such good friends with you over the years and it's been so long now that I've known you yeah. but back then there was that like time period before like yeah was even, you know what I mean like yeah even uh, living in like Hicksville and him living in Westbury, it was like at that the gap between those towns is so big and far. You know, you're like, oh my god, right? You, know, right. you don't have a car, like you don't re- like you no, meet up with on being on the that time period of being in New York. I'm like like 16 or 17 years old, and I would either stay at Gino's house in Long Island, which was very different than staying with like Mike Hernandez in the Bronx or like yeah. Danny Supa in the Bronx which was cool too but Gino's house was a whole different thing like suburbia it just was like it was epic but it was just so interesting like Gino's dad like I, I know you yeah. what you do you, you smoke the weed you go to Nathan's you play the video game and you take the baby the baby smoke the weed with you he, does, his dad called me the baby no way you want to know what take the baby and smoke the weed at Nathan's I know and what play you 720 do. I know you take the baby you play the video game one time Gino's dad out of nowhere goes hey what a banana and Gino goes what are you talking about he goes the, the, the guy the banana where did he go he was talking <laughs> about Huff the when Huff had the <laughs> fucking blonde bowl they and, called him the banana and one time Gino said that him and Keenan were leaving the house like cause Keenan would stay with him for months on end and uh, <clears throat> Gino's dad, you know, Saul Iannucci, sausage fingers, Saul, he's sitting on, like, this lazy boy, and he's like, all right, Genie, all right, kitty. And he goes, wait, what did you call him? He goes, I don't know, the kitty? Call him a kitty? The kitty? That shit is so funny. So he never knew my name. I was the baby. The kitty. Wow. But, yeah, very interesting. I really got, like, Long Islandified. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I really, like... Like, spent a lot of time there with Gino, and it was just... Eric Rossetti. Eric Rossetti still rules. Danny Finkelstein, <laughs> shout out Hunter College. And I remember going to see Danny at Hunter College when he was, like, 18. Or I, we, I was 18, maybe. And um, and I was in, his like, this little fucking dorm room. Like, the fuck are you jerked off to? Like, how, what are you, like, your dorms? He goes, oh, Telemundo. Nice. Sorry, I just threw Danny under the bus, but whatever. (laughs) That shit is funny. But yeah, man, like Ray Matei. Yeah. Hello to all you guys, man. You guys really probably put up a a lot with me being very uh, young and 
a lot of control a lot of energy back then <laughs> but now man now it's thank you for having me on your guys's radio program you got a song for us to listen to yeah they call me mr pitiful nice otis redding all right we'll mr pitiful <laughs> i wanted to know about did you uh, eat the peanut butter and jelly sandwich about not you? i took a couple bites and got i didn't make it for frank but i, I, know, I bought you would have made a better peanut butter and jelly. I, when i saw frank today it just looked like you're in the mood for a PB and J. It just looks like it. And then Frank made me go with Schmitty to pick him up at Deluxe. And I'm like, I don't want to get out and say hi and talk. And then he to and t- I had to go talk. to the door and grab you. I'm sorry. And make you come over I was here in a to meeting. do this. Oh, my whole life's a meeting, Frank. Yeah. I was trying Frank, to. Frank, you know for what? Me I've been thinking it. about it lately. <laughs> we need to talk. We don't even know each other anymore. <laughs> it's all work, 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 and you, I just feel like you're not hearing me anymore. I, I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening, Jason. <laughs> what you been doing, Frank? What was, what's cracking with you besides the tripod dog in your, in your lap and everything else happening? Um, everything good? Everything's good, man. I can't just complain. dodging the needles and the poop just yeah, here in San exactly. Francisco? I tell you, man, <laughs> I've been hanging out in this city for a long fucking time, like teenager and stuff, but this place is like... It's getting crazy. I think it's haunted. I think all of San Francisco's haunted from below. Up. Up? I do. And San Francisco gives you that great, overwhelming feeling of like, I think a lot of people suffered here. Oh, yeah. Like, I lived in Africa for three months. But I'm scared in San Francisco. (laughs) You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. But... This place is beautiful, beautiful place for beautiful people. You'd be at the Palace of Fine Arts. I've probably taken every girl I've ever been in love with to the Palace of Fine Arts. And, um, you know, like you see that, but then like you're on Market Street and like you almost get fucking attacked by a lady with a fucking flute in her hand and missing one foot. Yeah, with a needle still stuck in her neck. Talking about fucking Ronald Reagan (laughs) and fucking Frappuccinos at you or something. No, it's... (coughs) We have... The F.A. stores on Hollywood Boulevard, 6556 Hollywood Boulevard, F.A. <laughs> Everything you need, clothing and skateboard goods. Young people, old people, new people, ugly people, <laughs> everybody come. Um, no, so out front of F.A., we're on the stars. Yeah. Frank, you and I were talking about this earlier. Um, it's like its own little San Francisco. It's fucking nuts on the stars. And I feel like all of L.A. just avoids there. The it's like the dirty Disneyland. Where yeah. I am. It's where people and use it's, cash still. And it's <laughs> so... No, it's where white culture went to die. You see, like, dudes that look like Vince Neil from Motley Crue walking around? Like, wait, is this, is this what I'm supposed to be? Like, this, it's a viper room the, around here? It, 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 where's the tattoo shop? But, um... You ever have yeah. celebrities' wives come in? Meth, method Man. <laughs> method Man's wife is totally epic. She, she, she comes in and, like, she'll... She'll, uh, like, video, like... FaceTime him and like show him the clothes and she'll buy the shit for him which is that is like that's really cool Um, I get it all I get rap producers coming in and talking and want to do stuff and it's just sick it's just it's crazy because like the thing is with the FA store is like when I'm there you know it's like being I'm I'm available yeah IRL as you kids say like if I'm (laughs) fucking there like I, I can't like if you're freaking me out I can be like Oh really? Cool. I'm. Fuck, I got to answer this call, and then then you, the then you're talking to Julian or to Corey or, or to, to Greg, like one of my guys. Not me no more. 
But um, no, I sit down there, I shake hands, I fucking, I shake so many goddamn teenagers' hands at the store, I wash my hands like I'm Howard Hughes, <laughs> I'm turning OCD, it's like, I don't know what these fucking kids are doing, they're vaping, they're picking their butt, jerking <laughs> off on the bus, like, yeah. now it's like, Jason, Joe, nice to meet you, I go, hey, cool, nice to meet you too. You wear a glove. N- nice so to meet you too, Joey, but fucking, I don't know, you just gave me fucking teenage AIDS. Yeah, you got something <laughs> weird there. No, Why and that's it? the thing, like, my manager, Julian... The manager, not mine, but the manager of the FA store, my good friend Julian, um, <clears throat> he said, dude, please wear gloves. That'd be so sick. <laughs> It'd be so sick. Because yeah. it's good. Like, you know, it's, it's nice. It's like, because it, 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 there's a weird dichotomy to it. There's a weird um, yin yang. It's like, um, I'll be in the store. And it took me a year to build that fucking store. It's got a cop car on the ceiling. Like, everything is like Epic. really where it needs to be in that place. And I can't. It's like it's like a cracked out Universal Studios. I'm Willy Wonka. Welcome to, to you know Charlie in the Factory. Um, um, but it's like my brain gets split in two different directions because it's like on one hand some woman who's like 30 years old with like five dudes from Chicago and they don't know fucking skateboarding or nothing. They know about like fucking Chris Farley and like basketball and um, we're like, hey, how you guys doing? They come to the store. Oh, from Chicago. Ch- what the hell that was that? Awesome. Oh my god! I just—that was my brain. It just broke. I'll do it one more time. Wow! <laughs> that was like L.A. Was it? Dun dun dun. Law and order. Yeah. So anyway, I'll be in the store, and this woman is trying to buy something at the register, but she has left her quadruple venti like birthday cake drink that's all red, right in the walkway, about ten feet into the store, and now she's about. 25 feet away from that drink and I said ladies and gentlemen whose drink is that and I thought if it's one of my guys I'm gonna be very upset I'm gonna try to deal with it but why would you put it next to the artwork and the stuff so anyway I say hey no big deal folks but whose drink is that and she goes that's mine and she goes to turn back to like buy her shit I'm like that's fine please don't come back to my store it's just like, dude, you you wouldn't do that. When's the last time you were eating at Denny's and you're like, I'm going to put my iced tea right here on the floor. When did that work out well? But, so this is what I'm saying. Let me wrap it up with this. Again, with the depths of hell. Um, so, deep, deep thoughts with Jason. So, that woman will have disrespected my store. She has no idea what we are. She has no idea what we work for to get here and what went into this place. She's buying a stupid shirt. Great, fine, you're general public, I get it. But she does general public ass shit like that. I'm like, well, now you're a kook and you're out of here. But, anywho, then a kid will come in and he's like a super cool kid and he's from Mexico and his name Elijah. And he's like, dude, I just made my first film in Chihuahua, Mexico. And it's this big love story I went through. I'm like, love story, we fucking 20 years old? Yeah. Well, yeah, but my brother's older and he, he played the guy. But, anyways, I just wanted you to know, like, I make films because of FA and like I do art because of FA. That's where I'm like, oh my god, you're so fucking cool. You're such a cool kid, and like, right. I bet you make something good. That's where it's like super worth it. Yeah, and you could be a jerk to, like Joe Schmo for like. Well, they just it's the general public. It's like civilians. You know, no, well, it's civilians in general. Harry like. Dean Stanton and Repo Man. He's talking to Milo Estevez. See those people over there? The ordinary people. Yeah. Ordinary people, the fucking worst people in the world. Yeah, they don't. It's get just it. like everybody that's in a hurry. Like anybody that like. I tell you what, like, <clears throat> I haven't studied Buddhism past the 16th summary of 
the Ming Dynasty. Just kidding, I made that yeah, shit yeah, up. I, I like uh, that. You, you were believing it. I was gonna, <laughs> Frank was like, shit, Dill no, does I, read a lot of books. That might be true. I, I was actually going to say, like, I've, I've went to the 14th Dynasty, and I just found that it, it got boring after that, so I stopped. If you get really close <laughs> to going clear, yeah. back up. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's gone. nothing left. Yeah, yeah. You vaporize. So check it out. Um, what was I talking about? Um, this. This is, I think, important just for anyone in life. For me, I'm never in a hurry. I'm never bored. Because no That's reason true. to be. It's like, oh, the plane flight and oh, this. It's like everybody in a hurry makes this dangerous place more dangerous. And the people who are easily bored, I believe, are the people that leave babies in cars. You know what I mean? Like, I just, sorry. I just, like, you know what I mean? Like, because your priorities are all fucked up. Not to take that from Earl Sweatshirt, but your priorities are all fucked up. Yeah. And that's that. So that's me complaining about humanity and all that stuff. But um, do you got a song for to follow that up with? Um, let's <clears throat> let's listen to "Babies in Cars" by the uh, Babiesincars.com. <laughs> What's a song? I want to play a good one. Uh, so we just played. We heard "Mr. Pitiful" by the greatest performer of all time, which is Mr. Otis Redding. God bless his soul. If you don't know about Otis Redding, you should. Uh, listen to him. Let's play. Oh, this is my theme song. So I just read this book about Marvin Gaye. This is another thing about life. All right, Marvin Gaye. You think sex icon, king of the women, all this stuff, like totally the male bravado. It's all completely false. He was totally afraid of women. His father was a cross-dressing preacher, and his whole life was fucked up. His whole world consisted of being good and bad to women because he was fucked up inside and the book's called divided soul by a man named david ritz if you want to read it and yeah it just really got me so let's hear trouble man by uh uh marvin gay because i got all them tr troubles in that song man this i know <laughs> Won't you step back from that ledge my friend <laughs> next the spin doctors oh nice <laughs> um frank let's get to the serious Hard cutting questions. Ooh. Okay, like you're serious hard. Did you ever skate with jo George Carr? Remember the fact? Absolutely. Dude? George was so ahead of his time. Dude. Too much A1 Meats talk, you know, child actor shit. Yeah, but child, th this is like you were there, child actor shit. It's George totally. Carr. Totally. It was like me, George Carr, yeah, uh, Gary Coleman, <laughs> Webster was there I was too. I just going to say Webster. No, but it was interesting because like, he was I was probably like 12 years old skating with Ocean Howe and. Marcus Wyndham and I was skating for a company called Blockhead and A1 Meets and this dude George was only like 17 he was only 17 beard and, and he, he was, just looked like a man he was did, shaped like Barker Bar <laughs> and he just looked like a man can we see this footage and we'd be like who the fuck is this grown up but how about doing manual like, tricks on that like, kind of shit like you remember that ill bigger black kid that used to get boards from Black Label that skated the the seaport before it was seaport he skated an old seaport when it was just the two benches that people would skate by the boat this dude, I forget his name, but he would send his tapes to Black Label, and they were so good. He was a big, big ass dude? dude. It was like 90, remember. 91, but I forget his name. He was great. Yeah, the big Matt Bell's a large man, not yeah, not fat, but he's so tall. I was always amazed yeah. he could do what he does on a board. Caleb too. Caleb that writes for hockey. Yeah, he's so big. I'm like, how the fuck do you ride that thing, the man? The tall dudes, okay, I could see it, but when it's when they start yeah. getting short and rounder, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is like, this is the <laughs> totally. this is like, then you go full sody. Yeah, full, full and then you go full sody <laughs> with four. Like, dude, I'm like 
a little like dude i'm 135 i can't get off the ground and these dudes are just blasting over yeah, shit hopping incredible. on handrails i'm like what the fuck that's i need to incredible. put some weight on you look great frank don't be uh, so down on yourself. oh shucks thanks oh uh, i guess uh yeah he, that dude just always amazed me george Carr. yeah it was fun Funny to skate with those dudes back then what else you got bud what else uh, big hard-hitting questions hmm Hit world with- how are we gonna solve dude my big thing is world peace right now getting clean water over to people with dirty water who want to clean the dirty water up. You know who talked a lot of that talk? <laughs> Charles Manson. Okay, so you're very careful. No, he, <laughs> what he had that he had his group. <clears throat> We're gonna fuck you all up. It was called like Whammo. It was like wind, air, mountain, like <laughs> no universe. way. Yeah. No, he had Whammo. this thing. He yeah. his, his a, a th- big thing of him was like the environment. You're all blowing it. Like you're all blowing it. And then he was a total psycho. Yeah. But no, it's interesting. Like I try. I spend the majority of my day trying not to think about all that stuff because yeah, it's dude, just I, mean, dude, I, 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 I read a lot and, and and most of the stuff you're going to read is confusing on that stuff and then like with history like you know books like Lies My Teacher Told Me and 1491 and I know like some asshole will probably be like oh and what next you're going to re- read fucking uh, the Howard Zinn book it's like yeah I read that shit too bitch I forget the name of it but anyway um, it's just the, the history is so it's just like it's just like the, like the Marvin Gaye thing like it's these assumptions in life you think things is one thing and it's not and like do you know oh, like, like banda music like Mexican band banda music like Carrillo music all that stuff like banda yeah I, do you know where that comes from is it German fucking Germans very smart Frank Gore. did you already read about this before uh, I had some inkling of god uh, damn it I wish you would just fucking <laughs> take it and be like I would have uh, been like oh ch- uh, Czech Republic course. It no, but the, the Germans Republic. fucking made their way down to Mexico in the fucking like 1300s or some shit. The Mexican people were like, "We'll take that from there." Yeah. So it's these things in That's life. That's why like, they have the accordion in there. Huh? It's just like that thing. Like, wait, like you get this black charcoal bullshit. My teeth are horrible. Whatever. Like you get this black charcoal bullshit, and I use this shit, and it's mixed with some coconut. That makes my teeth white. Everything you think is a thing in life, and it is something that's correct. It's completely fucking wrong. That's why we're totally surrounded by planets in other solar systems that have all of this stuff going on and it's just like the thing it's everything in the world because we so know we know so little about the ocean oh dude i mean like less I mean, about just, the ocean than we do space you know so it's like it's so interesting and it's like you know i don't really give a fuck what any other living yeah. soul thinks because i gotta drive this fucking machine around not you, you yeah know? Don't, I, have don't. A, I have enough problem with all your fucking crosses and bullshit but no, it's just like the thing. I think that's my favorite thing in life is just seeing all that stuff behind it. This is actually from this, and I, that's actually from this. And like, I, just like what no one knows anything about Helen Keller besides Helen Keller is blind, deaf, and dumb. And she would, she would, this no, woman, no, I'm saying like the only person who knows about Helen Keller is herself. Like, she's probably no, <laughs> but the thing is, Helen Keller was the first person to protest outside of the White House during the uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson administration, which probably set back racial relations about. 5,500 years. Um, this was the dawn of film. They made a film called uh, Birth of a Nation, and it celebrates KKK, all that crazy shit. Helen Keller was the first person to protest outside the White House. She got many a, a degree in a university, um, and uh, she became like the most famous person in the world. So when you're in school, you're just told the child part of it. Yeah, she, oh, she overcame this. And it's like, oh, and she went on to school. But it's just like everything. It's like it's like you. It's a, my most frustrating thing is like <clears throat> saying the word like you dumb bitch. Stop saying that. 
I hate the word. Oh my god, like like anyways, Becky like caught in front of me the other day and I flipped that bitch off and I took her vape and threw it at her. So I was like, stop right now. Don't fucking do that. The thing that bothers me is is it's my own brain. It's like I need to I wanna learn like everything behind everything. But I'm, it's funny I'm a single language speaking blue eyed white man and sucks and like my fucking Spanish is muy mal and fucking <laughs> mucho poqueño. And I want it to be well. That's not bad, Jason. I w- <laughs> but I want it to be like I want to fucking shoot it at people. Yeah. I know very little Japanese. Chotamate. That means hold on a second. <laughs> Which Thank I say you. a lot because Chotamate. I don't know much Japanese. Yeah. So hold on a second. But it sounds like something you'd order at a coffee shop. Mm. Mm, I take the chotomate, but yeah, chotomate. Chotomate means like yeah. short, choto, little, yeah. like minute. Like, hold on a second. See my Sam? Can I have? Oh, nice. May That's I have? Or hey, you, please come over here at the restaurant. Apparently, it means that. <laughs> hey, I, you. I lost a lot of my Japanese. I went there for seven years straight, um, <clears throat> two to three times a year for Supreme. Oh wow. Yeah, and I'm here for. I'm up here in San Francisco, not just visiting Frank and Schmitty like <laughs> yeah. I always do. No, just come on up. But no, um, for the I'm Supreme. for the Supreme store opening on Market Street, and we were there last night, and it was a good time. Poor my young friend Sean Pablo hit his head on the coping, right, and gravity. we got a bowl in SF. And, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a right? there's a there's a bowl at the Supreme store because they always do good with that shit. Yeah. And yeah, Sean, I told him, I told that's, don't that's a bowl. do it, don't <laughs> skate, and like no, Sean get he's good in the bowl. But it's like man, you a little hungover. I just took you and Sandy Kim out to eat. And I don't know, bud. Like, let's get you some aspirin. Brush your teeth on the way. We brushed our teeth at a trash can on the way to the, to the event to some be like, water. all right, let's look, let's look sharp, all right, bud. Sean was feeling ill at the restaurant we were at. But anywho, Shawnee, I love you. I hope you're good. He just texted like 20 minutes ago, and I was texting with him last night too. But nine stitches across the forehead. Yeah, it's a good-looking kid. He's gonna be. He's gonna be funny. He's, he's gonna be even better. Uh, Badass looking. I was just gonna say the girls like a a good missing tooth and a scar. Not on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm missing a bunch of teeth now. Nothing. You got another jam for us? Um yeah. A little driving music? Mm, we like to throw in when No, you're... I'd like to let's hit him with uh the one of the oh, most that sucks. You're supposed to turn your phone off. <laughs> Who is that? Ooh, Who's my calling? mom? I like oh Miss Gewer. Uh, Mom, I'm cut. Gur, Gurwer. Gurwer. Tell them it's Gurwer. It's Gurwer. I always say Gurwer because it's fine. Yeah. Goober. Goober. Gurwer. Music goes in your ears and out your eyes here at Thresher K-Jam. Radio. 101.9 Daily City. <laughs> Where the uh, hits just keep, keep, keep on coming. coming. You're here with Jason Dill, and I'm the Roadman. I'm Jack the Roadman. Um, God, now we're really getting into uh, funny territory. I want to play, what's the most unthrasher radio song I can fucking think of? Oh, it would probably be like an... an Edith? I was just going to say to Edith Piaf. Yes! (laughs) Edith uh, Piaf, no regrets. Oh, I was going to say Livion Roseby, but... uh, Oh, come on, you're so predictable. uh, No, no, but no no regrets is the song. Okay. I'm a huge Edith Piaf fan. What a name. Ah. It sounds like somebody different thing. Edith P. Off. I was 86 from this bar in North Beach, and um, every time I'd go in, they'd 
they'd just see me and be like, all right. Like, this is a Girl Scouts meeting. How many times do we have to tell you? You can't be in here. Shut up and serve them, asshole. (laughs) No, they had a really good, it was at the Gold Spike. They had a really good uh, jukebox, but the bartender, this one bartender would never serve me. But he'd be like, you could play the jukebox. So I would just sit. is quite a compliment. Yeah, so I'd sit there and I'd rattle off about four or five songs, just being drunk, sit there. And then he'd be like, after my set was gone, he'd just point. I'd be like, all right, cool. Would you be with BYOB, though? No, no, because it was part restaurant, too. So it was like uh, the bar and then a restaurant, and then the jukebox was like in the middle of the seating. So you were just like, you had to be drunk, like try to be, you know, when I'm sober. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a quarter in. This is where I come after I drink. Yeah, totally. To the, yeah. But it was really good because he would that's, just that's, he'd let me play, and they had Edith P. off. That was my point. Maybe I should tell the listeners. Um, yeah, the reason I'm doing this is because I woke up at my my motel room on the beach in Pacifica, this old like '60s motel place. As I say that because it hasn't really changed since back then. It's called the uh, Sea Breeze Motel in Pacifica. That place is amazing. It's one of my favorite places. But I woke up there today at 8 a.m. We had the event last night. The night before, we had the video and. I'm just kind of here, and like I don't know. I was like, I'll, I'll go, hey, like maybe, and like Noah happened <laughs> was Frank Grower's name got involved, and he's like, I'm in. Oh, All right, well, yeah, because I go <laughs> way back with Frank, but no, yeah. I was kind of just like, I don't know, maybe I'll get on a train, on the train, and just start goes. I flew up here because I missed the train. Yeah, and Taking I was in Santa Barbara, and I missed the train there, and. You've been in Ventura for a while. I've been in Ventura for about a year and a half. I've moved my mom and her husband up there. It's a really lovely place, really lovely place. But I think i got to move, like, probably to Pasadena to be closer to F.A. Because I just need to be by this. I need to be, like, just within more of a stone's throw to the store. Because it's, like, the reason I moved up to Ventura is because the thought of having a store in Hollywood Boulevard is so crazy to deal with all of that energy all the time. Yeah. And so Ventura's been, like... As they say, with a godsend or whatever, but it really has been like what I needed because it's like that's where like I was already starting to paint, like just paint pictures, but now it's like turned into like a whole thing of like that's what I do, that's my shit now. So I'm gonna get a place to live in Pasadena. It's like a painting studio and um, start working on oil paintings. I never done oil painting, and also I get to live right down the street from Aiden Mackey. So that if I (laughs) sleep, go sleep on his mom's couch. No, I'm out of here. I can't stay with myself. No, Aiden's, Aiden's mom moved back to New York, so she just left the house in Pasadena for them just to kick it. So it's a him and bag oh. in like his old family house, which is so sick. But like, um, a, real, like a real home, which is nice. Yeah, I haven't been over there. But anyway, yeah, I don't know much about Pasadena besides the little old lady that the Beach Boys used to talk about. Yes. But um, it's, had a nice, she apparently had a fast car or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute there, though. It's nice, and it's... I don't know, that's that shit. I've had a pretty fucking wild life, and, you know, the older I get, the closer I wanted to be to the beach, so I can just kind of, like, walk down, you know, walk down to the beach in Ventura and, and walk up to, like, C Street or whatever spot and watch people surf, and then I go home and I paint pictures of people surfing. Yeah, well, you did a long, you did a good stint in New York where there's no did beach. long, long. Well, there's beach, Well, you're but surrounded, but I always yeah. like being near water. Even if you're in the middle of the city, you're still watered in all directions. Yeah, but it's not like it's not a relaxed water. Oh, it's man. not a, a relaxed you walk down there. <laughs> I've fucking done many a getting barreled at Coney Island. You don't fucking know. You don't fucking know. I go. Sh- I 
shoot the fucking freak. I shoot the freak for a while. I yeah. get a fucking dog, and then I get fucking barreled bro, with fucking Joey, Timmy, Tommy, Bobby. They all meet me there. Bro, you don't even know. Bro, you don't even know. It's one time I was getting barreled on the- Coney Island. I found a fucking needle in the water. I stuck this shit in my arm. I got hot. I started. I started surfing all over the place. I must but be da- down there way earlier. Than I don't. You. I don't <laughs> surf. I don't. Sur- I have swam in the be- at the beach many times. Coney Island and our train get you right, right out there. Out it's there. the lo- It's the longest above ground uh, pass in the ride I found in the city, which I loved. I always loved taking like one of my favorite things like as a young man in New York was to like wake up and be really like really hungover like really like astonishingly like where you're getting like that the ages where you're like wow I did it again and it's gnarlier this time like and so yes. like you get done puking or doing whatever you do yeah. you drink like a morning beer or whatever take a Xanax. It's that, that early dude even before that shit got into me like and I had a problem for a long time but like whatever like in my 20s I love waking up so hungover, and especially if I had a one night stand night before. So to be like, <laughs> the guilt I would go from this girl's house so hungover, I would leave without even saying like bye, no phone number, nothing. I'm a young dude. I was all over the fucking. I had the hair, man. I was fucking irresponsiblepenis.com. <laughs> so I'd be stingingly hungover, and I'd just like walk and just get on the end train, and I'd just zone out so hard, and then I'd be in the corner island, and I'd be walking all over the place. I love that about that. I mean, New York still exists, I know, but that time period doesn't exist anymore no there's a couple yeah it's it's slowly gotten faded right out of that hey new york's for young people you know i say it yeah. all the time new york's for young people new york's for the young people yeah you know, wu-tang is for the children and new york and manhattan is for the young it's for the young people it's for the young and now rich yeah so but that's been the case since the fucking I mean, people were complaining whenever the French gave us the Statue of Liberty, which was like... 18... So they, 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 18 at one something. point, there was just the hand yeah, in it was this just chilling. off Fifth uh, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. And in the papers, in like even up to 1900-something. It like, wasn't built till yeah. like the 1900s. Yeah, and it was like, how lame do we look as a city? Yeah, we have this gift from these beautiful people, and we can't even erect it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they were just so, shipping it What I'm over. saying is people have been complaining about New York since everybody ever been there. It's like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, people in the 30s were like, oh, you missed the 20s. And then people to us, yeah. like, oh, you, oh, missed you the guys 80s. missed the 80s, you yeah. know? Like, it's I know, funny. Like, Dude, I was there in the 90s. That shit was fucking awesome. <laughs> we, 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 yeah. Frank and I, being really young at the banks, man. That was a good You time. see crazy. I used to, dude, they used to have to string up Christmas lights. The homeless people would have Christmas lights at the little banks, like around the arches where they were staying, full on TV. Like, it was only twice in my life I've seen this, and it was in that time period when we were probably like 17. Yeah. I saw then, and that would have been 94. Yeah. 1994. And then 2000, uh, not even 2000, five years later, which is so crazy. I'm living in New York. It's 1999. I'm filming for photos into this. I smell the smell. I'm at the seaport benches with the metals on them. Yeah. Smell this like burnt feathers and some sort of meat being. <laughs> There's those bushes like right there at the seaport that were against the rail. I fucking pull back and this motherfucker's cooking a pigeon on a fucking Folgers coffee can and like this metal screen. He was cooking a pigeon and I seen someone cooking a pigeon. 94 at the banks and that kind of shit remember seeing shit that was so psycho when you were a kid yeah, you were yeah. like did that really happen that's fucked up you're like yeah holy shit that dude's cooking a pitch he's gonna eat that motherfucker <sighs> yeah you ever see that movie uh dark days yeah that movie's so, good. so fucking sick. i got to meet that dude one time the guy richard singer or whatever he made it. it yeah um 
um, and DJ Shadow did the music shit. But yeah, folks, if you've never seen a movie called Dark Days, watch it. It's about yeah. people living underground in New York City At and the having home lives. In the Amtrak tunnels for... Uh, his name was Rocky. He's my favorite <laughs> bird. He used to fly around Rocky. That guy's my favorite character. Is, in he, there. is he the dude who's like, where's my 7-Eleven cup? I was I saving that thing. He was a, he's, mm-hmm. he's a dude, like the Latino dude with the mustache, and he was a Rocky. He was my favorite bird. He was showing you photos oh, of his animals. Yeah, Dark Days, that film is really, 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 really cool. You got a song to follow up, Dark Days? Goddamn right. Ooh. Oh, Dark Days are followed by Blue Skies, Willie Nelson. Oh, nice. Me and, me and Greg Hunt, we like that song. That's our, that's our relax and feel good song. I think I get uh, the one that gets me is Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Well, Angel, right. Yeah. Right. No, I want I want Willie Nelson and Kevin Bradley to be friends. That'd be amazing. We need to <laughs> we need to make this happen. Lately, I say stuff and it just fucking happens. But it's kind of happened my whole life. I'll just say some shit like off kill like they're just off the left hand side of my like earlobe, and then boom like. Say the one about me winning the lotto. I know. I always <laughs> want to be like, so my teeth are going to be totally white by next week and perfectly straight. No, totally. But it doesn't work that way. I know. It doesn't. It's, it's just weird ones. Like, like, just, I don't know. It's, Dude, Kevin it's, Bradley is meeting up with Willie Nelson you know, right now. To, they need to, they need to meet. It was, I tell you, this trip was really good because it was like all the kids in front. Of, oh, it's okay. Hey, how are you doing? Bark, bark. <laughs> You're not allowed in here. Someone tried to walk in on our conversation. The um, sign is not working. <laughs> so, the light. This trip was really nice because it's it's you know all my kids are fucking boys to men, man. They're dude. they're tall dudes now. Yeah. Deep voices. Sage, come up. What up, dude? Like I'm like Jesus Christ. Like where did it go? Like Jimmy Cliff. Where did it? Where did it go? Fucking where did the time go? And it's great because these guys are fucking epic. Humans with cool brains that go around the world, and they look cool, and they are cool, and they're writing graphics I make for them and everything, and it's wonderful, but, like, man, I don't get much time with them no more. Yeah. It's tough. Like, they're all over the place. I'm so glad I get to see Nakel so much because he's so, like, he lives right by the store, so I see him, but, like, you guys see KB. Like, he might have yeah. been here last night, but... Yeah. That motherfucker could be in Jakarta right now. Like it's like, ah, oh, I didn't tell you I flew to Indonesia. I know that I got my friend out there and named Mike. He runs the shop. I'm, not, I'm I'm I've been here for three weeks. And I like that that Kevin I think Kevin's the most that those parts of his career mirror mine the most out of all the kids. He'll go to a country and stay. And just stay. Yeah. I he, I would do that. Africa, Australia, like wherever I landed, I needed to like find out all this shit. Like I have tons of Japanese friends, but just because I've been there so long that they're like fucking family to me now. Yeah. Shout out Wanto, two four six. Um, um, but like I'll I'll get so deep into the fucking culture and I'll be like, dude, have you ever seen this movie called Confessions of a Dog and it's fucking this and this and this? And they're like, no. And they're like, what? This exists? Like. I just really like doing that, like trying to get into places and just seeing either the obvious or the unobvious and like drinking and drugs always helped with all that shit. Oh, yeah. But like you got to be careful because you get... It's a slippery slope, yeah. but like... They'll throw you in jail a long time if you get caught with like speed in Tokyo or some shit. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, or weed, weed, speed or weed. I was, was going to say, they're pretty... Hey, speed, weed, <laughs> look here, look here, American. You're going in the clink. Yeah. This is just a don't do drugs overseas, mm-hmm. or at least in Japan. Only do drugs in America where everybody vapes and shoot people. Yeah. It's uh, way safer. 
No, I think, uh, yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I was just talking about. But, um, no, travel travel as much as you can, and I see Kevin do that. just makes me happy. Like, he fully kid takes lives advantage. in Barcelona for fucking three months, and, like, just really, like, and he's brightening people's day. You know he, how many... He I, makes I, me I, smile every time I see him. I said to him, I said, Absolutely. just in case no one says this to you, actually, like, just know this. I will be eating dinner by myself. Book out. Very much reading. Maybe a little glass of wine. Dinner. Random person. Hey, don't mean to bug you. I just want to say thanks for F.A. Oh, I thank you. And Kevin, Kevin Bradley. Bradley's the greatest skateboarder alive. I'm like, yeah. fuck, yeah, I He's know the greatest it. dude alive. I know, and, and I get it all the time. So I said it to him two nights ago. Just in case you don't know. Like, if I have dinner in L.A., someone's going to come up and talk about either F.A. or Kevin, Kevin. Bradley. And yeah. it's weird because it'll be like, He's infectious. A cook in the kitchen. They'll be Dude, like, the hey, I just infectious. want to come out and be like, yeah. shake your hand and be like, thanks for F.A. KB rules. And it's yeah. like every time, F.A. KB, F.A. KB, it's like right in, in sync. So rad. By the way, next song, in sync. Bye, bye, bye. Just kidding. <laughs> he was about to write <laughs> that shit. Ah, gotcha. Oh, good, in, good in sync song coming it up no next. It's no good. Imagine, it's, going it's, it's only great. Imagine how many people. <laughs> the whole side B. Um, imagine how many people in the world have never heard decent music. Oh, dude, so I took that from Charles Bukowski. That's a Charles Bukowski little quote. But um, it's just in this book. He th- this one book he wrote is a. Uh, um, and I don't endorse the actions of everything Charles Bukowski did or claimed or it's like, you know, none of the people. You read to read. You don't. You, sometimes when you're reading, you're not reading because you fucking love this shit. Like you're not gonna have a good time reading 1491. It's not fun. It's a fucking fun read. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sa- 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 read. Satanic Verses by Salman Rushdie. That's not fucking fun. That book's not, f- well, parts are fun, but like, if you're going to read something like Dave Eggers, What is the What? Oh, get ready to like not want to turn the page because you're like, this can't get worse for this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Those seem to be some of my favorite books of like, not, it's tough because it's like, whatever. But if you read Bukowski and you wrote a book in 1991, he's about to die just about his everyday life. That shit's interesting to me. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to make it yeah. At least past the age of 50. I don't know if it's going to happen. But um, 50 would be nice. Dude. Just a nice, mm-hmm. like, I did. But then you then look at Mark, you're like, no. Dude, like, life begins at 50. This motherfucker's like, doing so it. good. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to reinvent myself at 60. Frank, I think you've been reinventing yourself the every whole day. time. You're every like, day you're I'm like, trying like, to reinvent you're myself. You're like Madonna over here. Yeah. Every day a new look. Like, next every year you're going to go on the Like a Virgin tour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. But yeah, life's funny, man. Life's really wild. We're all lucky to even have been shot out of someone's balls into this whole psychotic Ooh. universe of assumptions and religious to fucking indecencies cloaked in fake fucking good and bullshit. And now your friends die and fucking people get hooked on drugs and fucking Fuck. enemies become friends and that's good. And then friends become enemies and wives hate you and all the good you new ever did is gone. start liking you like, huh new girls start liking yeah, you yeah but though. then I'm like yeah. no I don't want to fucking FaceTime right now what do you mean yeah. how's my day my day hasn't stopped yeah. what the fuck are you talking about no, I can't even like I know it's like girlfriends are nice and they, they come and go whatever but like it's tough man I don't like hurting people you know what I mean it's like yeah. cause then I get I, I fucking be like hey you wanna come with me to Portland like we're, we, we go out we start fucking things are good I'm like alright she's cool you wanna go to Portland let's go do this let's go do that and I can't they, they, I can't no I no can't. they come with me and I take them on this like rendezvous and then I'm like alright back to the machine they're like what do you mean like I can't talk to anyone else 
And it's it's super selfish, but it's like I just cut relationships off because I'm kind of a dick. But like, you know, I just, I don't know, man. It's just tough. It's like, I just, I feel bad when I make a chick feel bad. But hey, I still got it. Ah, I'm still (laughs) handsome. Hey, be cool, baby. Get back to you later. You got a song for the ladies out there? I do. Yeah. This is A Man's World by James Brown. Oh, nice. This is A Man's World, but it would be nothing. Nothing. Without a woman or a girl. Hey, I got a question for you. Tell me. So I know this guy named Neckface. He says he's never read a book in his entire life. I know that fucker. If we, yeah, if we're gonna get him to read one book, which one do we give him? I, I think he's probably like. I feel like I could. Old. I feel like I could, I could probably name a book he probably was forced to read in school. There's probably oh, yeah. one because you can't get away from reading Judy Bloom when you're a little yeah. kid. You, they make you read Super Fudge. <laughs> yeah. That's why a lot of my big super fudge. That, oh my, my god! Yeah, that's where yeah. my shit came from. Like, let's get Nick to read super fudge. How about that? <laughs> Judy Bloom. Super that that one. Give me the road challenge, Burnett. Yeah, have Nick read. Have him be a guest and read. Hey, super fudge. if King of the Road ever comes back around, like, get out of here with all the poop and pee shit. Dude. But make shit him like, do really smart stuff. You guys are getting stuff. very close to becoming like. German porno, like it's a real fine line. It's men, a van, shit, like, and like scrapes on them. Like what's this? A Francis Bacon documentary? Like come on, get the fuck out of here. But no, not trying to tell you guys what to do. But like I don't know. Like King of the Road should turn more into like a, like a take more it, like take, just, take the like, SATs. Just take it. Be, just more like blue collar skate. Like we don't need all the peeping, peeping, and pooping, and this all this stuff. And like, I mean, the makeout stuff was pretty funny. Just for to watch Jake Johnson alone. Do that? That was insane. Uh, I can't believe that exists on the internet. Some guys get hurt. And Jake, I love no. And Jake, I like, I love Jake Johnson. But we were talking earlier. I feel like, you know, like my whole life was king of the road. We'd be on those world tours for like two months. You'd be on tour of world and one on one. Yeah, Plan it's B, a world industry Menace, tour, like. and it'd be like it'd be like me and fucking Ronnie Krieger and Lavar and Marcus and fucking Nottis and fucking Henry Sanders and Kareem. It'd be like so many people in one van, and then though, some people would leave, and then all of a sudden Sal Barbier, Pat Duffy, Jeremy Ray, like it was just Rodney the rotation, like, and you would just be I would go from fucking California to New York. How many times I got dropped off from New York and stayed? Like that's how I started kind of living there was through that kind of sh- that kind I'll of thing. I'll just stay here until next. I remember month. fucking Clyde closed my he- out front of Supreme Laf- La- two seven four Lafayette. They were dropping me on some like okay we're gonna go fly back to California. You sure you want to stay in New York? Absolutely. And um, I was getting back in to get a bag and Clyde, Clyde closed oh. a, the sliding the- door van on my head. Oh, it almost knocked me out. No blood, though. Just dents. Just these weird, like, purple dents on my temples. Like, oh like one up a little higher than the other because of the yeah. latch thing and then the, the, the thing. But I remember, like, I've knocked myself out skating four times. Gino has one of them on film. What you remember what it was? Switch inward, big spin, heel flip down the six stairs at Huntington High School, and I landed backward, hang ten. Oh, yeah, this... Ray Matei filming. Black Label days. Yeah, Ray Matei filming and Gino. And, yeah, they took me to John Lucero's house, and I couldn't give him directions on how to get back. Because <laughs> there ain't no GPS back then. That, yeah. It was, like, 1992. And there are two dudes from uh, Queens and Long Island trying yeah, to find their like, way Yeah, just being like, Dill, how the fuck do we get back to John's house? <laughs> what, what freeway? What and they have footage of me. I have, I have bleached blonde hair and this huge knot on my face, and I'm like, I don't know where I am. I don't know my name. Yeah. 
I don't know who's John Lucero. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Gino has that footage. It's it, it's on a it's on a. He has all these VHS tapes at his family's house, and it's all that old footage of all those dudes. But Brad. I'd love to see that. But yeah, I definitely got that. That I've been reading a bit about it. That that um, my ex got me reading it. It's the football player problem with the C. Oh yeah. You see, see listen, movie? I can't even think of the thing yeah. that I read. It's, it's like CNN. No, it's yeah. C. It's C something, but Mike it's like Webster went fucking ballistic. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes I think I think I hit my head so many times, and I took so much acid, it kind of made something cool happen in my head of like weird OCD mem- memory yeah. uh, recall stuff, and like being able to like make imagery look a certain way. Right. Not even being fucking psycho or blowing smoke in my own ass or no bullshit. It's like I had to hit my own head to do this. <laughs> you know, like, you knock yourself out, you throw up. Like that happens, yeah. but. No, I think I hit my head so many times and did X amount of acid. I think it really kind of like, and I think it made all the other weird ticks that come along with me appear as well. The third eye is completely open. Well, when you die, was it your your penile gland opens and that's the um, it's kind of shaped like a walnut and it's got well not it's shaped like a walnut but it has like more of the layers of like uh, that. That lotus flower kind of thing, but that thing pops up and Adre- your, your the, adrenal gland? Not your adrenal, but it's like your. Pe- I haven't read about this shit in a while, but it's in like the middle back of your brain, and when you die, this shit opens up, Boom. and that's where all this shit. That's all your. Uh, Maybe I'll your, 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 your serotonin and all this shit comes from it because like, when you die, it explodes that shit because everything in life, like you get hit by a car right now and you're fucking fucks you up, your brain will go and it'll shut your shit off. Oh yeah, I've broken my my wrist like. Four or five times. Unfortunately, it doesn't do that shut off shit no. because it's just your wrist. But I broke my arm really bad when I was a kid, and it shut that shit off. Where I don't even remember it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I dude, I broke my jaw when I was little, and I don't remember. I was like, because your or brain five. shuts that shit yeah, out. It's like, it's too, <laughs> do you remember the story? We were probably only like thirteen when this happened. This was about like three years before I got to Long Island. But Gino used to tell me the story. This kid that was trying to climb a metal post and it got gate. In Long Island. Oh, and it went straight. Through. You know this story. It, it was like in Levittown, sh- dude. I think it was in Levittown. So gnarly. It went it was, or through like, his. It, it was. It was say, it Carlton the, Carlton Place or Levittown? Is it Carlton Carl, Place? Carl Place. Yeah. And I think it might have went through no, the it went back through, of his it, head. No, no, it went or, up under the jaw, out it, his mouth, under his in tongue. front of his teeth, Whoa. under his tongue, out, and yeah. he was there for hours, Just and they stuck? had to lift him off. They had yeah. to lift the fire department Whoa. came. Dude, he got. St- I know exactly the. Dude, I, I know that one. Yes. That was the. That's that famous. Either Carl Place or Levittown that happened. I'm gonna say Carl Place. If but I'm wrong, whatever. But I'm not from there. But you know. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I remember the thing. It was on the news. Yeah. And he's like stuck in. He's like in the front of the gar- like half in the garden, half out, and he's like. Urgh. Like it was so not worth it yeah. to try to get out of the gate wow. that day, but and the kid was only like sixteen. He felt so phone. shitty. Well, I have yeah. the YouTube link embedded in there. Long Island, <laughs> and, and and all of me and Frank's information is gonna be wrong. It's yeah, like, yeah, it was actually New Jersey. It was a dog. <laughs> yeah, and it was in New Jersey. No cops came. Nobody was there. No, but this this is a real story. This shit happened. Damn. I remember one time we were in Gino's Red. Oh, the wait, wait, is red? it was it the uh, Suzu tru- f- side no, no. side flip, the Suzuki side flip, the red Geo Tracker? That's what it was with, with rims, Momo rims. We we pull up at a light, <laughs> and he looks to my he looks to his right, which is me sitting there, and there's these two chicks with like feathered out hair in like a shitty white Corvette, yes. and Gino revved the engine of his Geo Tracker, and he goes, they looked over, and he goes, where are you ladies headed? 
Levittown. It was <laughs> like, the that's funniest. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Like you guys, like, you there's only on- a small amount of people that understand. Like, okay, how about Gino? I'm like 16. Gino's like 19 or whatever. And all right, let's go to the movies. All right, what are we doing? We're going to the movie theater where they filmed uh, the LL Cool J video. What theater I, was that? Uh, back of my Jeep, let's swing an episode. So that was the um, Uniondale uh, uh, drive-in movie theater. But oh. dude, drive-in motherfucking movie theater. I was going to say, was theater. it the drive-in theater in Uniondale I've been to? Well, that's yeah. why I'm bringing this shit up. It's your show, Jack. <laughs> Try to bring that. shit that is relative to you and I, and Schmitty can enjoy us saying, ah, 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 we remember we're old. I, so, I used to hop we, that thing with my Walkman because you tune into the you radio. you tune into the thing. <laughs> you tune in I, on the radio, dude. hop the fence with your Walkman and watch the movie. See, that's okay. the thing. That's where, like, we got to live that shit, and it's super epic. It's, I bet it's fun to be a young person and have constant fucking like psycho yeah. shit happening on your phone. You could vape your phone and whatever but you, you don't, want. But you don't but, have to have a fence. But you, you know, know, like, yeah, but like, yeah. dude, the drive-in theater, sneak that yeah. shit's sick. Trunk. Yeah, we would just sneak right in. Like, oh, just you didn't even outside, a, you didn't just, ask oh. me what we fucking watch. Oh, what'd you watch? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> fucking Polly, begging the question. <laughs> Polly Shore, the the one wow. where he's in court, like. It, Polly Shore, he's like he like he turns into a lawyer. Holy shit, Polly Shore! It's called did like a head movie. judge or some shit like that. I think it was a double billing of that and like Encino Man. Oh, of course, right? Amazing. Yeah, I think it was some shit like that. But anywho, if, that, dude, if that po- was that was the experience of going to the I know. jury duty. Jury duty. That was the motherfucker. Yes, Polly Shore movie. So me and Gino seen that there. Yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do that b- back in the drive-thru, yeah, the drive-in days. Oh, man, wasn't no cell phones back then at the drive-in theater watching fucking Jury Duty. Nope. But, but got, yeah. a, got a song for Polly po- Shore right now? Fucking Polly Shore, uh, probably, uh, yeah, Hot for Teacher by Van, Al- Van Halen. <laughs> that that's so Polly Shore. That's very Polly Shore. That's, so, that's like, probably like what plays when he wakes up. Also, very, very much an Ave song. Ave could have easily skated to that song in any one of his. You could set that song to any Ave part, and it will make right. complete sense. Totally. David Lee Roth lives in Pasadena. Well, he does now. Apparently, he's from there. But what was a trip was being in Max Fish and seeing him like twenty years ago. And you're yeah. drinking. You turn around. It's fucking David, David Lee Roth. Fucking Diamond in Dave. A fucking Fuck. par- Wait, paramedics he, outfit. Yeah. Because it, he became an in, EMT in New York. So I was at Astor Place with my friend. Wow. And he's like, "It's fucking Dave." And I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "With the blonde idiot." And there's this six foot blonde heels. Dave. I can only see him from the back. I'm like, "Oh, cool, David Lee Roth." So he's like, "I gotta fucking see." He goes up and skates up to David Lee Roth, and he's like, uh, "Hey." Are you who I think you are? He's like, you got a good eye, kid. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then my friend just, my friend Chris uh, Steinswald, he's just took off. He's like, dude, that's the best thing anyone could have ever said. You, you got a good eye, kid. And then he took off. Same thing when he was like a uh, paramedic state. I fucking love that. He got no, busted for trip. buying a dime bag. Dime bag in fucking Washington <laughs> Square Park from a Rasta. <laughs> how, how cliche. But so did the, the Dell Computers kid. Remember? Could have got a Dell kid. Oh really? He got busted. It could have done. Could same be. same thing. The Shamwell guy like bit a prostitute's <laughs> lip off. <laughs> that dude was amazing. One time, you remember when when in the city you could go over the west side, uh, like downtown, and there was there wasn't shit. Yeah. It was like kind of abandoned land. Even after nine eleven, 
it would still be like large sections of the west side. They yeah, yeah. Like where the park definitely where the, wasn't the line train is now developed, like where they yes. had the, the the high line and all that. All that wasn't there. So you'd be like, it'd be like old leftover like stairs from like a fucking 18 restaurant from fucking the early 1900s. So I'm trying to like obble up. Obble up? on cobblestone. Ollieing on cobblestone is called the obble. The obble of Trinidad. So it's cobblestone, but there's a strip of like street from like maybe 1970. So you can like run, jump, and then I go up the curb and I'm trying to front sway fake Emmanuel, a two stair metal, and then like fake Ollie into the the grate. The basement door. Basement cellar door. So I'm trying that bullshit. It's fuck cold. And I'm wearing a pink hooded Supreme sweatshirt. I'm wearing black cutoff pants with socks. black socks pulled up with uh, snakeskin uh, DVS shoes, I think. How, how thick cl- is the mullet at this point? <clears throat> and clear soles. <laughs> how thick is the mullet? How, how thick was the mullet at this point? Very, very <laughs> height. Very Australian at that point. Awesome. Very rhombless Barcelona. Um I look over and there's a big guy standing next to the pretty goddamn expensive looking Vespa. And I turn to Bill and I've been freaking out, throwing my board, being a kook, and this guy's been watching. He's smoking a cigar, but he kind of has a helmet like on his head, kind of still. He puts his helmet down and now he's just kicking it, watching us. It's motherfucking James Gandolfini. No way. And I turned to Bill and I was like, <laughs> Bill, that's. Is James Gandolfini? Who James? Or who? No, don't, <laughs> don't say it loud. Don't, don't say, say it. it. He's don't like point. Tw- he's like fifteen feet away from us, and I realized that this dude's been there for like ten minutes watching. And I was like, Have, so, and you're having a breakdown. I was so embarrassed. I'm trying to like look at this guy. He tried to play with his toy. You get mad. This guy a pink sweater. What, a, what is this guy? Some kind of gay boy? You know, like like. And it was it was the Sopranos was on. It was the height of that shit. It was like the year fucking two thousand or whatever. Yeah, and um. Maybe 03, actually. I think that pink sweater came out in 03, 04. But anywho, <laughs> this guy's watching me, and I was just like, dude. And Bill was like, who? I was like, Tony fucking Soprano. He's like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, he's right that there. That was cool about New York. One time I was trying to do the frontside, boardside 360 out on Houston, the Houston Park. Yeah. Um, on the rail that goes up. I'm getting like, whatever. Okay, fine. Bill's, you know, filming fisheye, and Patrick O'Dell, he's like on the ground to get it. I looked behind me. I felt someone staring at me. It's Vincent Gallo. Just Watching. staring at me. And he's got this, like, leather, brown, soft leather jacket with these, like, tassels and all this shit. Gallo esque. Life is weird. <laughs> and then I tried it and I didn't make it. And I go, don't look. <laughs> but is Vincent Gallo staring at us? And Bill and Patrick just go, yeah. He is. <laughs> like, just they, their heads just went, whoop. They're right to him. Oh, yeah, it's, did it's, he take off and leave right after that? No, he stayed and watched. I think he saw me land it. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I, I think he's a little gallo me- memory. And I embarrassingly like made out like too much. You know when people like do that like in public, like where they're like hooking up with someone in a restaurant. <laughs> okay. I did that in front of him at a nightclub. Like I was like fully in with this chick that was like part Native American. I think she told me she was the Jane's Addiction tour manager. I'd love to meet her again if that was real. But like, <laughs> if uh, if really, you're out there, this really happened. She had well, some crazy gear on. It was just one of those nights where like. It just all worked out, and I look over, and the Vincent Gallo's staring at me with disgust because I'm just making out in public at this club. It's a club called Le Doux. It's a stupid nightclub. Le Doux. It's a stupid nightclub in L.A. run by this fucking woman named Apple. And then uh, 
one night I decided I never want to come here again. I don't want my friends to take me here anymore. So I got up and I jumped in the fountain. Oh, that's it. was it. like a, this fountain of water and there was like all this stuff spraying and all this stuff. And it was big enough to jump into. Much, much bigger than a fish tank. Yeah. And I thought this will do it. This will get me 86 And then they pulled, they pulled me out. And they, you can't come back anymore. Like, yes. I was hoping you say that. Thank you, because I I'm hate, the dude who broke the shit in the I, bathroom, I, too. I, yeah, <laughs> I hate that my friends bring me to this place, because I would visit from New York, and I'd get taken to, like, I don't know where young people went when they're 22, 23 in yeah. L.A. Back in time. I, I just like to go to the standard. That was, like, because mm. Alyssa lived right around the block hey, on the Hey, when I do the work and I stay in town in L.A., I now stay at the Standard in West Hollywood because that's my old zone. It's right by Supreme. It's really close to the F.A. store. Yeah, and yeah. my friend Mary is so epic. She gets me the ill fans, friends and family discount. Oh, sweet. Nice. So it's really cool. And Mary's so cool to me. I know the whole goddamn staff of the restaurant from fucking Pablo to Kevin to Sophie to fucking Devin to Francisco. Like I, I sit now and read books and talk to these guys like in that restaurant all the time. And <laughs> no, so so thank you to the Standard Hotel. It's got a good bed. I'd like to thank the Standard for holding on to my card for a couple nights. Uh, See, they're good people <laughs> they're good there at the Standard. Yeah. It's a, like you walk in, it's a little like. Tss, like you feel like it's like a weird kind of young people vibe because it is. They try to make it like for but young people. But if you make, but this, but if you go in there and make it your vibe, it's all fair enough. No, because they let like, me play music and shit. I'll yeah. sit there and DJ on the iPad. I'm playing fucking Grand Parsons and shit. Because shit. you got like a, a like a supermodel in a like eight inch stiletto heels walking around the pool, and then like, and then George Clinton walks by you and orders a coffee. You're yeah, like, what yeah. am I on the love boat? This is fucking nuts. Yeah, and well, you got Alyssa just at the bar, just slamming a drink down. Like, hey, give me another. Like, check this one out. Only a week ago this was i'm back sitting in the day, yeah, the, yeah this this stories frank's stories from back in the day mine's this happened now recently <laughs> so the standard has the restaurant and then they have the hotel but next door to it is this little like nightclub where like puff daddy will rent it out privately and they'll do like these little nightclub nights and i don't be going over there because i'm fucking old but my friend mary said hey pete townsend is oh, next okay. door because they had a party from George Harrison and Monty Python like to celebrate. So Pete Townsend, I don't know why he decided to have a grace these people with his presence, but it was bugged out. Mary led me through the kitchen. She opened the door. I'm in this weird nightclub. Things are winding down. A lot of old people because it's Monty Python shit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Pete Townsend. Uh, John Cleese, right? That's the. He wasn't there. But Pete Townsend's way tall and he looked like pretty good for his age. He doesn't look like. Doesn't look like a dude who rocked the whole 70s away. No, I'm saying. Like, like, no, he looked like he'd still do that. The the, the windmill. (laughs) You know who I saw an interview of him recently was uh, Coppola. He don't look too bad. He lost a lot of weight. No, I'm just saying, oh. he's an old fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't look too bad. I saw some interview with him on the news, and I was surprised Coppola still looked look that good. I saw him once sitting in a chair on Ma and Houston. Uh-huh. There used to be this weird little tiny restaurant that was Italian that was good. Now it's some fucking stupid shoe store. But... um. I looked to my left. I was just going outside to smoke. I was eating with a friend in there. I looked to my left, and I'm like, man, that guy's fat. <laughs> and, it, and he had, like, red sweatpants on, and it looked like the plastic chair he was sitting in might not hold him completely. So I'm going from his feet up. Shoes look expensive. Sweatpants don't. And then, like, a weird jacket. And then I get to, like, you know. Shoulders, chin, head. Like, chin, shoulder, chin, ear. 
and I'm all revealing it to me, and he has a goddamn beret on. <laughs> Coppola, he's just sitting there. It's like fat by, with a beret. It's probably 2004. I was oh man, that was such a big deal to me. It was like that time when I went to a play, and the play kind of sucked. It was Streetcar Named Desire, but our friend Chris was on that show, The Wire. He played uh, Ziggy's uncle, and Ziggy was my friend. So from Ziggy from The Wire used to yeah. live with me. Oh. Which is weird. It's crazy, but you've ended up in some crazy places, totally. Jason. <laughs> so I'm bored. So I go outside into the New York night. It's lightly snowing. There's no one around. Forty Second Street off Broadway. I look over and there's Brishnikov, and he's also outside. Like who? Mikhail Brishnikov, famous oh. ballet dancer. Wow. Really? But he's standing like three feet away from me. I'm having a cigarette. I can't remember if he was smoking or not. But it looked like he's he was so glowing. Sick. That's that New York shit where you get to see it's like. But then you look and see Barishnikov and then see a dude smoking crack. No, well, which yeah. is a beautiful you used thing. to see a lot more of that in New York. Yeah. I mean, remember how remember how scary St. Mark's used to be? Yeah, that neighborhood in that zone was rad. Who was the last person that was on Thrasher Radio with you? Jeff Raleigh, I think. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, Raleigh. Raleigh came up. And then yeah. before that, we did Sam Hicks. That's like an actual, like, award-winning skateboarder. Like, you know, there's nothing like me. Like, it's like, a, like dude, oh, no. I think I get statues and, yeah. like, The dude has a statue like, at the spot. You know what? where time and space flipped my mind around was seeing Clive Davis do... do the not nose- Clive Davis. Clive no. Davis, the old guy from the record company. Yeah. No, no, Clive Dixon. Do the nose blunt with the, photo, with the bronze sculpture behind... It, it's life imitating art. Imitating the Staples Center. Le- I got, it's oh, insanity. Man, I really like it, flipped my mind around where I was like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't pay attention to anything anymore. No, that's is, like when somebody tells is you. Is this one, real? Yeah. Some, it's like it, the sun's going to burn out. You're like, yeah, but that, that doesn't, it's not relevant to me. No, <laughs> the sun's going to burn <laughs> up, not yeah. burn out. It'll burn us up. And the world, the world's going to be fine. That'll the be The world's cool. going to be fine for a long time. And then. What's going to happen is it's all going to go away. It's going to restart again. It's just like the dinosaurs. The only reason we're here, the only reason that we are able to walk around and talk and do all our shit, uh, we're like full-grown lemmings on the planet. Yeah. The reason we're able to be here is because the dinosaurs wiped out by a cataclysmic event. A comet hit and killed them. But that motherfucking comet gave birth to us. We couldn't have made it. Out of the, the oceans comet. and in becoming monkeys and all this fucking shit are coming from Neanderthals. I mean, yeah. they come, Neanderthals can walk around and they get eat up by a T-Rex. You know what I mean? So that all the little things could finally live on Earth because it wasn't... The and all these thing. microorganisms are going to come back to life when no, we're and gone. No, people might have fucking, you know, in, in the future Earth, like people might have fucking three eyes and they can vape out a tube mouse on their face. Oh, dude, gill, gill vaping. Gill vaping will be Let, the future. Let's, let's end it on gill vaping. Just, you, guys, <laughs> you guys coffeed me up before I got here, so. With, yeah. that, with that being said. With that up, being said, one last song. One, more, one last song. That's Jason's brain going clear. We're getting close to clear. Last Great American Whale by Lou Reed. Thank you very much for listening. This has been me. How do you know anyone's listening? <laughs> no, we don't. We just go on the <laughs> assumption that maybe somebody would listen. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Schmitty. No problem. Thank you, Jason. Bye, Had guys. a good time. Be Late. safe, everybody. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace and time. love. Thanks, Jason. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs>